It's the Dubai Property Podcast for news, interviews and market trends. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Dubai Property Podcast as we talk real estate around the UAE and available on Spotify and Apple and of course wherever you get your podcast from these days. And it's a Tuesday morning. It is the ninth day for January as we bring you more property podcasts with the latest real estate news than anybody else in the UAE and we do that multiple times every week and we'll be with you right throughout the 2024 year as we break down all of the property news and what is going on and don't forget to keep your emails coming through to us at Dubai Property Podcast at gmail.com let us know any questions too that you would like us to answer and indeed if you are looking to buy in Dubai this year. Now, of course, you know, I talk to a lot of real estate experts, but we love hearing from you, the listener. Now, where are you looking? If you are looking to buy, where are you looking? What is looking good to you in the market for 2024? And how are you buying property if you are outside of the UAE? So let us know all of the answers to that so that we can share your real estate story on the Dubai Property Podcast for 2024. Well, I see that a luxury penthouse, it's dubbed the largest in Dubai, is for sale at Raffles, the Palm Dubai, for $163 million. Of course, it is spanning 77,000 square feet, eight bedrooms, Bedrooms, a penthouse which is offering amenities like a cryogenic room. Now, I don't even know what that is. You might. It's got a basketball court. Everything comes with this. It's really a power statement to your other billionaire friends. You're saying to them, can you top that? It used to be cars that people would spend hundreds of thousands of dollars just to flex their muscle with ego. But now the new benchmark is 77,000 square feet. Wow. Let's get back to your reality and mine, though, this morning. Now, we've been looking back across 2023 and the commentary and the predictions of some of the stuff that we were talking about last year. It's our New Year's podcast real estate series. And coming up in just a moment, we take you back to April of last year when we caught up with Anna Gazara. So we'll do that in just a moment. Every week, we present so much real estate. Because of that and because of the way the developers are now looking at their stock, are very, very positive about the Dubai property market, certainly for the next 24 months. We present the best real estate information across the UAE. So one of the signs that we're keeping an eye on is the fact that these high-end homes are being locked away. We see that happening in more mature markets around the world, where homes are purchased and removed from the natural cycling of properties, which then can 
contributes to a lack of supply. Know your property and navigate Dubai's competitive real estate market with us every week on the Dubai Property Podcast. And this morning we are talking with Anna Gazara, who is the CEO of Gazara Global Group. And Anna, a very good morning. Welcome to the Dubai Property Podcast this morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's such a pleasure to be here with you guys today. You've been quite prolific in your dealings with the Dubai real estate sector. Tell me a little bit about how you got started because you are in the US, but you are constantly in Dubai. And I think you've been traveling to Dubai since 2018. So tell us a little bit about that backstory on how you first became involved in the Dubai property market. That's correct. I've been going back and forth to Dubai since 2018. Dubai always has been in my mind as a, such a, like a, a market, you know, like everything about Dubai is so fascinating. Here in US, I am located in Florida and we receive a lot of foreigners in here. And when I look into Dubai, I see Dubai the same as we see here in Florida with a difference of the growth of Dubai and the possibilities because here it's not much that we can do because it's already such a populated place. You know, Dubai, it's pretty new, you know, just turning like two years ago, 50 years. And that's a lot to grow. And when I look at to Dubai I was like why not to be part of the, the the growth of Dubai and that was one of the things that brought my attention to really invest my time and get to know more about Dubai what is the best opportunities how I can benefit my investor how I can benefit the other agents not just in US but in South America to learn about the opportunity that they can offer to the investors and people who want to relocate to Dubai. Yes, and a lot of people will be saying, hmm, she doesn't sound very American. Where is she from? And you are, of course, from Brazil. So tell us a little bit about the recruitment, because this is the nuts and bolts, if you like, of your operational, one of the parts to your company. You do this recruitment drive, and you are bringing real estate agents not only from the US, but also from South America into Dubai or into the UAE. That's correct. That's correct. I am original from Brazil. I born in Brazil, but from my father's side, his family, it's from Portugal. So I have like a quite of a mix in my blood and uh, I connect with Asians around the globe. And uh, a lot of the people there are in South America, they are always looking for opportunity and nothing better than bringing the Asians who we are very connected because being located in Florida, we receive a lot of people from South America who are relocating here. So we work with the different islands around the country here, but Middle East and Dubai has been a place where most of the people who we've been working with, they love the idea of the benefit of they can relocate it to Dubai. It's pretty safe. We have a very good relationship with the Dubai Land Department, which they have been coming to America and looking for those partnerships. So since they open up an office in uh, New York. I was actually uh, in the opening of the office and we created a very good relationship. That's when I start, you know what, that's the time to bring the people to Dubai, to bring the agents to learn more about the real estate. And that's what we have been done since 2018. 
All right, and maybe just to explain how you do the recruitment, because I get the impression that you are bringing in a number of people, and we have spoken about this quite a few times, about the amount of real estate agents that have decided that they're going to pack up, move to Dubai. Some of these people don't have any real estate experience at all. They go through the system, they learn what they need to do. Some set them themselves quite lofty sorts of goals and in other words they can sort of arrive underprepared. Perhaps you are doing some sort of seminar drive, you're talking to them, you're telling them what the UAE is all about and they've got a much greater understanding and then to top all of that off you're also having these conferences whereby they come in where they meet with different real estate companies, is that right? That is correct, yes. Here in the U.S., real estate agents, they are part of an organization called NAR, which is the National Association of Realtors. So the realtors, which are part of the NAR family, and through that network that we have, we are capable to get together from people from different countries who are working with the same purpose, which is expand the knowledge and connect with the people abroad. We did the same thing when we look into buy market. We found the right partners. We are very proud to work with the Mr. Daoud Ashazwin, which is the president of International Property Show. Last year, we was uh, capable to bring about the 650 people to the International Property Show. Of course, you know, when you are abroad, it's not so easy to sell in a country where you don't know much. So, and for that perfect agents, agent to agent. So it's more like a referral agreement, which we working together with the uh, developers, like the big developers in Dubai as a master broker agreement. And then after that, they uh, send the clients to the agents that they have met doing those conferences. Wow, that's a lot of people, eh? 650 people. That must be one of the largest assignments of potential real estate agents coming into Dubai. Believe me, that was not so easy, but it was great. It was a great experience because it was also doing the uh, last week of the Dubai Expo 2020. So that was very, very good experience for the people who had the opportunity to go to, to Dubai and be able to mix, you know, like you're going out to work, you get to see a new place, you get to meet people. It's, it's, a, it's a whole of experience. You know, we talk about people from Russia and the Ukraine, particularly the Ukraine sort of coming into Dubai, wanting to get into a safe haven, a safe area. But I would uh, imagine even people from the US, I mean, it's quite different on a security safety level from the US to Dubai, much, much more safer than the US. Everything that happened in Dubai, it's just like it's so attractive. For the people in South America, it is through the violence. A lot of the people, they wanted to move out of from South America, not because they don't like it to live in there, but just because of the insecurity. And Dubai, like uh, the only place in the world that I will go out for running outside at like 2, 3 a.m., 
it's going to be Dubai. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't do that. I don't do that here in the U.S. And I live in a pretty, like I live in like my, from my house, I can see the fireworks of a Disney World. So I live in a very safe area and I don't do that. Mm-hmm. But I do that when I'm in Dubai. 3 a.m. I'm running. <laughs> Good story. Now tell me in terms of Dubai, where is your favorite suburb? Which suburb is the number one suburb for you and why? Okay, for me, my favorite place and the place that we sell the most regarding to Dubai, it's Business Bay. So Business Bay has grown so much since I started going there to now. But every time that I get there, it just like has changed so much and it's closer to the mall. You are pretty much five, ten minutes from everywhere the, <laughs> the, the tourists like to go. So for us, our investors, they are looking more to that. And when we have people that want more space, they are looking more to Dubai Hills. And since 2018, what's the number one thing that you have noticed the most in terms of the way Dubai has changed? Because so much has changed since 2018. So what's the standout feature for you, do you think? The way how the leaders in Dubai are very welcoming to the diversity of people, you know, again, we are talking about Middle East, right? And the, the vision that everybody has, like, and I'm talking about in perspective of people they are brought, people they are overseas, right? People they are on that side of the world. Before, when we're talking about Middle East, everybody gets scared because people t- think about bombs. Now, like when they talk about Middle East, Dubai has a change, not just for the good of Dubai itself, but Dubai have a change for the good of, of the entire Middle East. I think that Dubai becomes an example for many things technology uh during the covid people was scared people were concerned like i remember that dubai like has those cars spraying the street every night and the way how they proceed with the timing to go to the supermarket like by based on that tag of your car you go in this time i think that the organization how handle things that was so good during the covid a lot of the people was like okay if i'm gonna be capable to work from home why not work elsewhere in the world i think that helped to the way how things was handled and i think that diversity the way how they englobe everybody and they welcome everybody that is not such a thing about religion you know everybody are welcome in dubai and i think you know the only place in the world that i heard about because we use it to have a, a minister of happiness in dubai right that's the only place in the world that you can talking about the ministry of happening so there are somebody they are concerned make sure that everybody that gets to dubai they are happy and i think that makes a lot of a difference All right, that's a nice place to end, uh, Anna, on a nice positive uh, feel. Thank you so much for joining us this morning on the Dubai Property Podcast. Thank you so much. If you're serious about real estate, we're serious about delivering the most comprehensive property information every week. They went on sale from, I think it was 18 million dirhams, so huge week for you. I've been talking about this for months and months, and of course, when it finally arrived, it did not disappoint. What tends to happen is that the sort of top 20 companies are given an allocation of tokens. Now, some of these companies may not actually, in this case, have any buyers because not everybody has 18, 19 million dirhams to spend despite the interest and despite the fact that there were many many buyers that were wanting to go for it there were some companies that had tokens uh, but didn't have buyers 
The skyline is constantly changing, growing and expanding. The Dubai Property Podcast for all things real estate.